The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here uh, and analyze this. A beautiful day in paradise. The table talk is in full effect. Um, we got one more um, tune that we uh, queuing up. Of course, you know, this is Virgin Islands, uh, Puerto Rico Friendship Month. Last weekend was uh, Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico Friendship Week. And uh, we like to play our instrumental, them, our quilby instrumental, them, sometime. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna knock this one out. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about gubernatorial race. Because um, had a heated debate, had two debates last week. Last week, Monday, we had the lieutenant governor debate, um, which was somewhat, you know, well, let me put it this way, much more civil than the gubernatorial debate that was held uh, on Thursday. So, Mr. DJ, let me get a, um, that classic there. Yeah, man. Yeah, you could, you could hear that. You could hear that. <laughs> that clean saxophone for Hallow Williams and, of course, the banjo, the steel, that dog school reference. And the conga and all that good stuff. Enjoy this, and we come back. <laughs> Deep politics.
That's what I'm talking about. Rani, Rani, I know you like that saxophone left on Hollywood Williams. That I know. Rani got Okay. No, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was saying if it's one person I know love that saxophone for Hollywood Williams is you. That I know. That's definitely. And you know something? Haldo was a great sax player and had everything down pat. He used to read, he used to play in big band. He do everything in the music wall and then translate it into the song that he had here with James C. Yeah. So that song was Refine Neville and Rocky and you you know, Docs, he had a, a song like the top saxophone players in the world. <laughs> Hallow Williams from here. So, so wait, you, you, you saying that, 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 that Hallow Williams go match a, a, dizzy, a dizzy and the trumpet then? That's what you, that's, that's what you yeah. saying? Exactly. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. He came down here after he had honed his skills. In New York. And New York yeah. music is yeah. the highest level of, you know, jazz mm -hmm. and the highest level of musicianship. They, they, Gravitate to New York. Haldo did that in New York, and he was playing with some of the best players. No man, I, 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 you could hear, uh, you could hear that he was also he had a lot of featured work in the mainland because he he embraced that featured role in these two songs that we play this morning. Dog school, you you recognize the steel, right? We we some of us we call it triangle, right? Mm -hmm. And and the man that used to play that for James, he was a man named Callistos, right? Hezekiah, right? Harrison, a tall dude. Ronnie Hotel Kaya was about 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I used to see that this tall man just playing this small little steel, this little triangle. But of course, we needed chemistry as well. Which brings me, Doug Skoll, to what we're dealing with now, right? A governor chooses a lieutenant governor candidate, right? Right. And um, by statute, the lieutenant governor is our banking and insurance commissioner, right? That's something that, once again, our forefathers, we go give them credit on it. They really had some vision back in the day on the dog school because this, they realize we just don't want the, the lieutenant governor to be a ceremonial complimentary piece to the governor. We want him to have some work. You know what I'm saying? So, so, the, so they give him the banking and insurance. Of course, you know, he goes out and he hires his, uh, his experts in banking and insurance. We had a debate last week, Monday, and that was a different setting with um, uh, Lieutenant Governor Treganza Roach and Miss um, uh, Senator uh, Janelle Sorrow. There were also multiple debates um, prior to that um, with gubernatorial candidates, um, Mr. Turnbull for um, the, the Picard Turnbull team and Gregory Miller Jr. for the Fred, uh, Stephen Fred uh, Miller team. What's your take so far on our Lieutenant Governor candidates and how we, uh, how, how, how we go about you know, processing what we're hearing before we uh, actually go ahead and exercise our NLA number right, which is actually live right now, which is taking place right now. But well, one of the things that I that I, I recognize in that is that you 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 always hear the cream rises to the top, right? And basically, when you look at the crop, the cream is at the top. Uh the the guy for Smokey Fred. Gregory Miller, uh, Gregory Miller Jr. Yeah. 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 
he is like cockroach in a foul pen, and that's why I call him it. No, 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 not, not there. I'm talking about the one for Picard. Uh, Picard. Yeah, yeah, that's Turnbull. Picard. Yeah, Turnbull. Yeah, Turnbull. Yeah, yeah. That's, cock that's cockroach in a foul pen. <laughs> okay. Uh, the one for Smokey. This guy have knowledge and understanding and skill, but I believe absenting the 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 the, the mm. governance and the politics, right? And then we get to the top where you have uh, Lieutenant Governor Roach and, and Janelle Saru. Now Roach is a is a is a learned attorney, and he understands the process of governance. Senator Janelle Saru is not a learned attorney, but she's a student of government. Mm -hmm. He has the same degrees that I have, uh, the political science and uh, degrees, and understand governance and has the ability to enunciate the issues. We always know that the incumbent has an advantage because they're coming in from managing the assets of the officer, the lieutenant governor. But she, she held her own with a seasoned uh, lieutenant governor in who have been in the process and had the ability to, when she speak, speak on issues and clarify certain things. Uh, one of the, 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 the things there that, that had me chuckling was when, you know, they spoke about uh, Mr. Vierle going to assign certain uh, responsibilities to the lieutenant governor. And the lieutenant governor wrote straight back and said, well, why are you going to have two, pres two, two governors? Are we going to have two governors, you know? And... The fact remained that, that she spoke back and said, hey, listen, the governor has the authority to put some executive orders in place and can allocate certain things. But you're correct. You must have an understanding of what the lieutenant governor's office does. And, and Neville, the lieutenant governor's office is responsible for a lot of revenues that come to this government. You better believe it. Pro talking pro about pro property taxes. Yes, sir. Okay, we're talking about uh, all the businesses, uh, stamp tax, all that stuff. So it's a revenue-generating entity. And you have to be able to have the team in, 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 in place and be able to manage that team to bring about these revenues that place in, 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 in government. So I say the cream rises to the top. Yeah. And, and based on that, the cream is between, uh, for me, straight up, is between... Uh, the lieutenant governor, president lieutenant governor, and Janelle Saru. No, no, that's that's a good analysis. There, Rocky. I mean, Ronnie. Before I get back to Rocky, Ronnie, you were you were senate president. You, you were senate president in 2011 when both Derek Hodge and Wang Louis passed in, in a relatively um, short amount of time, right? Around the same time, yeah. right? I think it was May Definitely. or June, May or June yeah. of 2011. And when we went yeah. to when we went to Wang Louis funeral, which is a big funeral, by the way, good state funeral. Um, then, then Lieutenant, former Lieutenant Governor, his Lieutenant Governor, uh, Julio Brady mentioned, right? And a lot of us, um, you know, it was a beautiful thing to hear. And, I, and I'm sure you can remember this because we were all in Catholic Church. When he said Wang Louis had promised him, right? While, yeah. uh, um, prior to them committing, right? That when, um, he, when, they, when they swear in, he is going to turn over, I believe, about five or six agencies under under the stewardship of the lieutenant governor, I mean, public safety was one of them, right? So so um, 
there is, there is a precedent, right, for this where a, a governor has given some additional authority to lieutenant governors. And, and to me, that's all part of the chemistry thing that we were talking about earlier, right? You want excellent chemistry between your governor and lieutenant governor. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, leadership don't only have one style, you know. Right. Different uh, good yes. leaders bring in their style of management and leadership. And if one team feel that they would delegate the responsibilities to another member of a team and they trust the fact that they share similar views, they share similar ideas for, for management, and most importantly, they share the same vision for the territory, I don't see anything problem with, with delegating responsibilities, you know? I could, I could talk to, um, about that. When the coup happened with uh, Lauren Berry and she made me the vice president, I'm telling you, you know, the coup. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, man. And, then, and then Roosevelt David became majority leader. You know what Lauren said to me? Ronnie, you handle things right for me, please. Yes, sir. Just make your decision yeah. and I, I with you, okay? Because I trust your judgment. And as vice president, I handle things right. And that was a delegation of, you know, responsibility. And, 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 and what this could be is a different style of management of the territory. I heard the whole debate, and I thought both candidates did well. I will I, I say it that way, mm -hmm. okay? They, 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 they pointed to the strengths and, and a little weakness in some of the areas, uh, you know, that, we, that didn't really rise to a level of controversy a little couple things but the both of them arose to a level to show that both um leading candidates would have different styles of management of how they would deal with the territory and i and i i i i think the 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 contenders are doing a good job too no, I I, 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm, it, yeah, it, yeah, they, they're, they're doing a good job. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm not sure that they have the traction to win, but they surely might have the traction to create a runoff. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and our last two governors have been elected via runoff elections. So, so, so yes, there is, so, there, there, so, there is know, a president there, yeah. And, and, and Evans was elected by a runoff. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Only the first elected governor didn't win one time. Yeah, I believe Cyril King, I believe Cyril King was a runoff too in 74. You know, yeah. So, so we've yeah, had so, we, we've had a history of runoff elections here in the Virgin Islands, without a doubt. Yeah, so that you know the traction, and and if you listen to the debates, they 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 covering their base. You know, some are, you know they they might have a different style, mm -hmm. and and some people you know reject certain styles and everything. I got a style. I don't speak Kujan. Okay, the style. Yeah. Check, check, check okay. this out. Since, since you bring up that runoff thing, and, and mind Farley, when Farley was elected in '86, he was elected via runoff. He and Bob Brian had a runoff in '86. Yeah. But, but 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 I want to ask Rocky Leibold, uh this question. And Rocky, you know, uh, the, the all four of us, you know, we like sports. And Tom Landry once said, um, and Jimmy Johnson as well, I could respect all my players. The same way, but I can't treat all of them the same way because, because no, because if one player or, or or a number of players have a higher responsibility load 
right? Uh-huh. Th- then on the flip side, I got to give them more rest time. You follow what I'm saying? It's, it's a yeah, balancing yeah, act, yeah. and what we're dealing with. So, so, yes. so talk about Rocky because you've been Senate President twice, right? And 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 the Senate President is some. It's like the governor because he he is in charge of the branch of a government, right? And he has decisions to make. And talk about um, the 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 need for serious conviction. In other words, you can't be him and her hind, right? If you if if you see something, and and that's the route you want to take. You got to commit to it because if you don't do that, then you're giving mixed signals, Rocky Lai. But speak about that, exactly. that responsibility. That's that's a, a hallmark of, of a successful um, presidency. You you have to be consistent, and in spite of all of the naysayers, as long as you are committed and convinced that what you are doing is in the best interest of the people. You do it. And I'm going to give you a case in point that people didn't realize. Well, hold on one second, because we can, we heading, we're heading towards a break right now. So we're going to come right back to you. And then we're going to touch on three of the key areas that was in that gubernatorial debate. We're going to talk um, about health care. Guys, remember they talk about GFL North. We're going to talk about housing, right? And we're going, we're going to talk about previous history. Right, that, that 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 they brought up. So we got the table talk here. We focusing on the gubernatorial uh, election, and I'm gonna also give us some information with respect to the senatorial ballot as well. When we come back, take a break. We'll be back right after this. El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021. Y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer. The VI Energy Office and the University of the Virgin Islands Caribbean Green Technology Center are hosting the first VI Energy Fair. There will be outdoor live demonstrations, interactive workshops, and leaders from the community will be on site to discuss what the territory is doing to reduce energy costs. The fair will be held at the UVI campuses from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on St. Thomas on October 15th and on St. Croix on October 30th. For more information about the Energy Fair, cgtc-usvi.org forward slash energy dash fair. My name is Teresa Barber. I was in the United States Navy and I served overseas in the Middle East and Africa. Early on in my career, I had a commander that taught our suicide prevention training and the very next day he took his own life. 90% of suicide attempts involving a gun are fatal. My way of continuing my service is to help protect my community by being a responsible gun owner and by storing firearms safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council.
And we're back here and analyze this. Uh, we're talking the gubernatorial uh, uh, and Lieutenant Governor race. Um, so, Rocky, here's what I can do. I don't want you to hold that thought in long. I can let you bring up that example you're bringing, bringing out. Somebody asked me to read out the, the, the candidates for the senatorial ballot, right? So, I'm going to let you go, Rocky. I'm going to come back to that and then we're going to get back into that because we, we try to satisfy uh, our audience. You were giving an example, Rocky. Go ahead. No, I was saying that um, sometimes you have to make a uh, decision and, and, and stick by it. Mm-hmm. And the one that I had to make was I saw where we were, uh, there was C-SPAN throughout the state. And I said, why is it we can't do it here? So I brought it up in caucus. And the folks said, you crazy? No sewing, no TV to do that. Not me, you know, to be on see what he's doing. I said, but y'all always say the people haven't got a right to know. Okay, so so what, what what's the story? No, 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 no. So I listened to them for a while, and after about two months or so, I say, you know what? I done with that. Um, I call up the the guy Randy Knight. I said, Randy Knight, send the guys down. We gonna hook it up. So, but you know what happened after that, Neville? After that, nobody wanted to have session without the TV on. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, if the TV don't come on. Nobody wants to meet. Every meeting, you know, everybody used to go home because the Senate in session, all the things. Senate in session, <laughs> all of somebody turned, somebody stopped watching them because 6 o'clock, every man go to the TV. Senate in session, why? Yes, sir. Because now we come in live on TV. Yes, sir. Something that you won't believe that there was a big controversy for um, in doing it. And I said, someday I'll make a decision. You know, it's the same thing happened with with when we we did give out the allotment from each senator, mm-hmm. I you know I in them days it wasn't set like how it is now. No, but but, People but, used to but, but Rocky, give what they want. Rocky, you 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 and Doc you and Doc Cole and the rest of the majority members in the twenty four legislature, I really belong going to jail, you know, for what I did to the minority members, you know. Yeah, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. You, that was you, ducks, you, you ducks, no, Celestino White, Carlton, Dow, all of you. I deserve to go to jail listen for why you trying to Neville. do to them senators. And that was wrong, you listen, know. Neville, Neville, this is what came down. We had a roll call vote in the caucus. $100,000 for it, a senator was, office? Oh, gosh. Seven, listen to me. It was seven to one. I ain't vote for it. And this guy say. I don't care whether you vote for it or not. You, we elect you as president. You must enforce it. So I did it because you know that's the process. But then after about two or three months, I had enough of that. No, I, 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 I know you fixed it. I, I know ultimately, yeah. ultimately you fixed it. But but that yeah, but, cri- said, but but, but that criminal that criminal behavior of 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 right, of, 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 of marginalizing elected officials. Yeah, oh gosh, oh gosh. No, it was terrible. It was oh, terrible. God. Oh, That's gosh. Why yeah. I, I couldn't defend it. I, <laughs> no, I couldn't defend it. And I want the public to know when I use the term criminal behavior, that is tongue and cheek. They had the right to do that. Okay, don't probably know. Doc's call. you still on? Yeah, okay, I, I, just, I just want my check right here. You okay? Good. Yeah, Rocky. Yeah, 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 yeah Rocky. Yeah, go ahead. The Taliban. Yeah, I want the Taliban. Yeah. Man, we. I had enough of that, and every member getting the blame, you know. No, 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 no. But, 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 but is the Senate is the president? The Senate president. We know that. Let me let me run through. Let me let me try to run through the ballot real quick because I want to get back to the gubernatorial race because one of my callers actually got two text messages. They want to know. 
what's the Senate ballot? What the Senate ballot look like? Because they know we're talking gubernatorial. So let me get that out of the way. And then I also want both of you to know that a former two-term senator texted me and said, "Great conversation this a.m." Okay, so both, all three of you, you're, you're you're doing well. Let me start on the St. Thomas St. John side real quick. Uh, we got that large senator uh, candidates, Sherry Ann Francis and uh, Angel Bolkes. They're one and two. And then for the for the district race for St. Thomas St. John, Carla Joseph is number three. Marvin Blyden, number four, both senators. Uh, Don Henry, number five. Ray Fonseca, number six. Lawrence Boschelter, number seven. Uh, Ms. Fran Senator Francis Heiliger is number eight. Alma Francis Heiliger, number eight. Uh, Joel S. Brown Connors, number nine. Senator M um, Milton Potter, number 10. Senator Donna Fred Gregory, number 11. Senator Dwayne DeGraff, number 12. And Margaret Price, number 13. On the St. Croix side, of course, Francis and Bulkes on that, on that ballot as well, because that's an at-large race. Um, they're number one and number two. Sherry Ann Francis, number one. Angel Bulkes, number three. We have more candidates. We got 19 senatorial candidates on St. Croix. Patricia Dreams, number three. Tyrone Molyneux, number four. Senator Genevieve Whitaker, number five. Michael Springer, number six. Monarch Wakefield, number seven. Shalima Edwards, number eight. Senator Franklin Johnson, number nine. Devin Carrington, number 10. Marilyn T. Hodge, number 11. Samuel Carrion, Senator Samuel Carrion, number 12. Senator Novel Francis, number 14. Former Senator Norman John Baptiste, number 15. Or, or number 14. No, okay, let me, let me do that again. Senator Novel Francis, number 13. Norman John Baptiste, number 14. Ophelia Nemi Jackson, Ophelia Nemi Williams Jackson, number 15. Maurice James, number 16. Leonardo Carrion, number 17. Senator Javon James, number 18. Diane Capehart, number 19. Senator Kenny Gittins, number 20. And Julian Rivera, number 21. So that's the senatorial race ballot. And don't forget, um, early voting continues between now, I think, up to two weeks from today, October 31st. So we didn't want to ignore the Senate race completely. Thank you very much, Carla, for asking me to do that. Rocky. Yeah, yeah I never will. I mean, Ronnie, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I just want to chime in. That early voting is wonderful. No. I don't vote already. I go. I I go in for Doxas today. I go. In, I go. In, I go in for Doxas this afternoon. I don't tell them already. I yeah. coming down. So so check yeah, me today. So, yeah. yeah. So people, the early voting is magnificent. Yeah, and, Online, and the help is great. The what, people what? that are helping you to you know go through the process. So. It's really good. Without okay. a doubt. Okay, Rani, right, let, 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 let me talk about it. The, the main topics that the gubernatorial candidate is dealing with now. First of all, the big one is the recovery. Um, what's your take? What is your position on the governor's defense? And what is your uh, take on Senator VLA's offense with respect to where we are in the recovery? Never I live and think right. I got to Fredericksted often because, you know, that's where I'm from and I got to the beach and all kind of thing. The recovery is having its problem because when you pass Alexander Henderson School, you wonder what's happening with the recovery when so much material is out there and not being to you, both put, both put to use, Okay. On the other side, I don't know the dynamic of the money, the federal government, FEMA, 
I just could talk about what I see in St. Croix. Okay? Now, in the debate, what was the governor's response legitimate? When, 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 when the question was posed and Senator VLA questioned the fact that um, we're not where we should be. That's, the, that, that's Senator VLA's position. And, of course, a number of different uh, senatorial candidates and, and the public at large. It, do you think yes. the governor has a legitimate explanation with respect to where we are with the recovery? And that question is for all three of you. Uh, no, not on St. Croix, but it, it may be different than St. Thomas. But I, I don't think he could explain away what's happening on St. Croix too easy. And you got to remember, the governor is a good talker. But, you know, you know, when you, when you sit down and look at what's happening on St. Croix, I don't think, you know, his explanation goes, goes, goes all well. I will leave it there. Rocky, what's your take over there on St. John? We're going to go in alphabetical order, St. Croix, St. John, then St. Thomas. Rocky, what's your take with respect to the governor's response uh, on the recovery and sign of VLA's offensive uh, uh, against the administration for not being where they should be? Well, my thing is simple. Um, the governor, in all due respect, you know, and the governor and I good, but he's definitely wrong on this one because he really had no defense, to be honest with you. Uh, to say that there's a um, tie-up in how you do it, that's your job. You're supposed to find a way to make it work. And, and the thing is, he had over three years. There's no excuse for that. Um, I don't care what people say about the, the, the right thing and that, but your job is to solve problems. You, you are the one that leaves all people. People who have homes that with tops and they're getting wet and through the rain, all of that, there's got to be a way. I always believe in life there's a way. And to me, he hasn't demonstrated a way. It's like a student go to a guy in class, and he's taking this class now for the three, four semesters. And come any semester, he, he, he doesn't meet the standard. That means you failed. That means you failed. So, so because you failed, do I pass you? No, I can't pass you. You got to get over. And, and this is what happened here. Too many of our people are not satisfied but we don't want to say, we don't want to tell the truth. The truth is, something got to be done. And I always believe, and a regular used to say, we are better must come one day. And we really have to try something different. I really be so. Now, no, 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 Doug Skoll, as it relates to recovery, mm -hmm. what's your take um, from the Naked Eye on St. Thomas and, and um, Santa Viale's <laughs> offensive with respect to his belief that the recovery isn't where it should be? and the governor's response, and in fairness to the governor, um, inheriting a, a recovery from a previous administration that, that had a year head start. I think it started in 2018. And, 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 and the fact that we had an issue with FEMA. We can't deny that. I mean, we've had capacity. We got capacity issues for starters. But um, the governor's response that our, our, the bureaucracy associated with the Federal Emergency Management Agency has hindered um, um, our recovery efforts. Well, Neville, Rani, and, and Rocky, you know, previously we had this discussion and my take was bureaucracy, right? But outside of the bureaucracy, optics is something that 
you can't get away from Neville. Mm-hmm. I, I remember when the hurricanes hit and the previous administration had to come up with a plan to deal with education and all of that, right? And they decided up in Shaltamali High School, my alma mater, that they're going to put down the module, the modulars, right? Yeah. And it was big uproar. How are you going to do that? How are you going to take away the field from the people them? You know, we need to find some place else. The children ain't got no place to play. Five years later, we're still in the modulars. The great Charlotte Amalia High School is still there in ruin. Optics, man, that's what the whole thing is about. Then you talk about the hospitals, the healthcare. I, I don't, I'm not in St. Croix. You guys can speak to St. Croix much more than that. But one of the things that came over when they had this thing about the morgue and what was happening over there, right? Here in St. Thomas, they still have the construction of these houses that were demolished. I am still trying to be objective to the fact that bureaucracy has a role to play. But as Rocky says, you have to be able to break through that bureaucracy because you said you're going to do it. You're going to lead and you're going to make sure that the T's are dotted and the I's are crossed. And if that is not done, I want quantifiable evidence, Neville, that the bureaucracy is the key. You got to give me some quantification. You have to quantify, well, we did this, we did that, they changed this, they changed that. I want to see that. But optics, Neville, is really, really something, guys. Well, and I'm... what you see is what you get. Well, well, the schools I, I, well... are still there and... and Nothing is happening in, in, in that realm. Well, I, well, I'm glad you went there because I, we don't want the public to think that um, what we're discussing is limited to how we view things. Are you bring no. up when I bring up the optics? Are you making sure are you incorporating? But I don't blame are you right that that what we're talking about is what we see, but the reality is what the public is seeing because they're gonna determine who are going to be uh, the next governor, lieutenant governor, and if the governor is going to be uh, reelected uh, over the next uh, twenty two days. Let me ask this question since I went there because I want to bring up uh, healthcare. That was another issue as well. Uh, Ronnie Russell on St. Croix, we have the JFL North situation, which is tied to the recovery. Again, here we are. Um, did you think the governor handled himself well when that when that topic came up? Well, that's another problematic issue for the governor healthcare, you know. And you know what? What using the word optics is is very very crucial to this because. You could say one thing, Neville and Rocky, but actually what people seeing might be a different thing. And I know that the hospital has plagued these islands for years. And most of us, including me, when I heard about the infusion of cash and what was going to be done in healthcare, especially the hospitals, after the hurricanes in 2017, I was looking forward to at least having a facility by 2021, 2020. Because it might take two years, but you know, the fact that it has not happened the way that we expect is another problem for the governor. And, you know, I just leave it there because, you know, I, we, 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 ain't, 
we 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 are here to analyze what we see yeah. and what we hear. Yeah, we we want to we want about the same or how we, we did. So so let me so let me bring the counter argument to you, Rocky, because that's the triangle today. Rocky was has has the pandemic undermined the recovery and in particular our health care because that 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 was that was a home issue. COVID-19, where healthcare is concerned, in fairness to the administration. In fairness to the administration, the pandemic did have a problem, I mean, undermining. Correct. Because, because they, the, and, and in fairness to the governor, the governor did a hell of a job with that. No, 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 but, no. And uh, this station, yeah, I mean, we've been consistent yeah, with that. They've, been, they've done a very yeah. good, excellent job managing no, the pandemic. No, did a hell of yeah. a job with it. Yeah. But you can't use, but because you did a good job with that, you can't just, Throw that aside and say, well, you did a good job with care. Yeah, and, general, I, I, and, and that's a legitimate excuse for me not to worry about nothing. You're right. You're yeah. Right, you're right. You're no, right, right. because yeah. I, I, I look at the, the three issues that really, to me, the governor has issue with is health care. Yeah. The, the, the one we just talked about, recovery, Re recovery. the housing, exploit, and WAPA. And WAPA, good. Hold, stop so, right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. We're taking a break. Because you know how they want when 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 you, know, you ever notice whenever the conversation ready to, to take off, we go take a break all the time, right? So we take a break because we definitely gonna touch on energy in this last segment here. Cause and Rocky, you acting like you you hosting the show, you know, your son good this man, you know, Rocky. I keeping an eye on you. You check what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So when we come back, we delving into the debate and the counter uh, arguments um, from uh, the opposition to the administration. Be back, right? Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com Good morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper stickers and your sign up, Polly. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter lives in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, try the early voting option too. Skip the line altogether on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember, voting is not just your right. It's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands. Sometimes you need a moment to just step back, relax, and listen to your favorite song. I'm Raina Duris, and on the next World Cafe, maybe I can help you find something new to love, or maybe remind you of something you've been missing. There's so much music out there to enjoy, so take a moment, take a breath, and tune in to World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.
And we're back here to analyze this great discussion. We're focusing on the gubernatorial and lieutenant governor uh, race. And, of course, we had debates last week. Of course, they were seen here uh, on your uh, uh, PBS station, WTJX, uh, Channel 12, The Dozen, um, last week, Monday, which was uh, Columbus Day, um, uh, via Puerto Friendship Weekend, and Indigenous, Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, and then on Thursday night, um, as well with the gubernatorial and uh, the gubernatorial uh, debate with um, the governor, uh, Albert Bryan, and his uh, main competition, um, Senator Kurt Vialisa Rocky was saying the recovery, healthcare, WAPA, three biggest issues um, impacting the public right now. Senator VLA has tried to, to commingle the three into a cost of living issue. The, uh, uh, this is a cost of living election. Uh, so to speak, global inflation is what's going on. I mean, of course, the Republican Party will want you to believe that inflation exists only in America and not anywhere else in the rest of the world. And we've refuted that with gas prices uh, throughout the world. How do we go about um, um, processing what candidates are telling us? Because we've been in that role before so that we make informed decisions when they actually are on, the, are on offense or on defense. Rocky there? Uh, yeah, right, yeah, Rocky, because, because you mentioned those three items, and I just wanted to, 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 to talk, talk about the balancing act there with when you're there on offense and when you're there on defense. Well, you, you have to take sense of okay, nonsense, really. You, you, you have to analyze it. You have to vet the, the responses <laughs> and see whether or not that it has some merit to it. You know, and um, I, I think that once you do that, you... you for example, during the debate, I saw where the governor and VLA, and the VLA, kind of agreed on, on, I think it was um, the approach for either WAPA or some other issue that they, they talked yeah, about. Yeah, you're right, you're right, because um, Senator VLA answered a question and, and, and the governor said, I agree with Senator VLA. You're right, yes. you're right. You know, right, yeah. and, you know that, 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 that only that, um, I, I, I think you have to, to weigh out the circumstances that you see as an individual person, and then, then, then you know, kind of take it there. But let me, let me add something else that I saw in the lieutenant governor's debate. Now, first of all, let me say that I think that the, the debate was, was come pretty even, except for a few items in it. Um, I think the, the lieutenant governor, uh, Roach, he tried to, max, to, to rely on trying to expose the concept of having a lieutenant governor take over agencies. So he indicated that, well, they're going to have two governors. You know, that kind of way he he wanted to kind of expose on that. And then I, I think that Santa Saro seemed to be more aggressive in terms of uh, uh, a question that she asked, the lieutenant governor was responding to, when we talk about the things that we get in, in here is not the same as in, in Puerto Rico. But, and the governor, the lieutenant governor response was that, well, you know, lieutenant that Puerto Rico is much bigger than us. But that's not the answer. The answer is because they're larger than us, it doesn't mean that we can't do it. We just do it on a, on a smaller quantity, a smaller amount, you know, because they, they offer things like helping your credit. They offer things in working out in, to get into business in Puerto Rico that they don't do in the Virgin Islands. That's right. That's, and that's I right. think that's what she was saying. Yeah. And, and um, it doesn't matter the size. It, it's just the mere fact that it's not done. 
and 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 those were the only things I saw there. But let basically, me, they, go ahead. No, no, I, I want I wanted to to, to dovetail to Doc School to ask Doc School this question. Um, we ran for races on the senatorial level. I believe um, Rocky went once ran for lieutenant governor, and I believe Ronnie ran for um, delegate to Congress. Right. So we've had uh, me and you. We're district. We're district politicians. Right, and and the other two, um, they forayed into territorial politics. Um, what is your take on voter apathy? Because there's a sense out there, Doc Cole, that we will have people who don't participate, or people who will go out to vote and don't vote for the gubernatorial race. And we saw that to a to a to a less extent in the in the primary. Should that be a concern for those of us who want as much people? To participate in the process absolutely there is voter apathy i think uh will hurt the incumbent in the terms of and i use myself as an example neville i was running and i i was fairly popular and i lost an election by 39 votes now, I know 40 people, Neville, who tell me, man, dogs, I thought you don't win. I thought you, I thought you win, so I, did, I, did, I didn't go vote. That's the difference. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you win, so I, I didn't, you didn't need my vote. So, so the, 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 the statements that were heard on hot mics, right, that we have St. Thomas wrap up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... People say, well, if you don't have St. Thomas, well, I don't need to go vote. You don't have this thing win. So you have to be cautious about voter apathy, and you got to get the people out there. Now, the numbers I'm seeing, Neville, for the early voting, for, early, for the early voting, yeah. uh, people are going out to vote. Yeah, well, well, well it's, it's, tape, it's tapered off a little bit, but but the fever pitch was there from day one to like day four, day five. So, yes. so, so we can't really grade Saturday and Sunday like a weekday for obvious reasons. Right. But 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 uh, a fair amount of people have gone out to vote and early voting, and I believe uh, a lot more is going to go out. I believe so, but too. To, to, to dovetail on the issue of energy, Neville, because, you know, I, I served at the Executive Director of the Public Services Commission for seven and a half years. And energy has been front and center in the Virgin Islands. And, and we have analyzed this and this program in terms of energy. Now, I'm one, I try to be very objective. I must give a little credit to the governor for when he came in, he said, I have some money at my discretion and I'm going to purchase some small generators for the Virgin Island Water and Power Authority. Neville, the generator has been purchased now over a year and it's still sitting down. Wow. Okay? And that is contributing to the LIA cost because once those generators are put online, Neville... We will see a reduction. So I believe that in, in principle, in, in, in principle, that's the belief. In principle, that's the belief. Yeah. Okay, no, but that's you can quantify it, Neville. You, you so, can quantify the so, fact so, that so, once so you can't so you confident that if we put these energy efficient generators online, we will see a reduction in cost. We will see a reduction in the LIA. The, the LIA, problem the we LIA. have is the base rate, Neville, because okay. the base rate has incorporated. A lot of other issues, and we don't have time to get into all of that. Mm-hmm. The retail contract that was put in place that eats up a lot of the base rate. But the LIA cost would be reduced because you now have efficient generators, Neville, right. running 
and using less less uh, oil and 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 propane. Right. right. And that would be a good for the liac. We could bring the liac down to 10, 14 cents. So 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 we're right now. We're all in agreement, Ronnie, Rocky, Ducks, myself, that um, the cost of living dynamic where this election is consoled is a genuine is a genuine dynamic. We can all agree on that. Absolutely. Definitely. Ranny? Ranny agree with that? Absolutely. Oh, okay, good. Yes. Let me let me ask this final question here. Right? And I want us I want to give us a good five minutes to talk about this particular topic. Right? Yes. I don't want the public to think that I day in the St. Croix versus St. Thomas St. John thing. Because that's not the case. I'm just going based on the raw numbers from the last runoff election. We had 14 precincts in both districts, 13-14. Governor Albert Bryan won all of the precincts on St. Thomas and St. John. Governor, uh, former Governor Kenneth Mapp won all of the precincts on St. Croix. So this ain't a Neville, Ronnie, Rocky, Doc School thing. This is the data telling us this, right? The governor won on St. Thomas by 5,834 votes, 8,664 to 2,830. And... Governor Mapp, who won all the precincts on St. Croix, won by 3,045 votes, 7,458 to 4,013, which led to the 2,389 vote, mar three, yeah, 2,389 margin of victory for the governor. Is that in play in 2022, Ronnie Russell? Is this a turnout election where... Um, you're going to have a solid winner in one district, a solid winner in another district, and turnout's going to make the difference. I think it will vary a, a bit, Neville, only because there's some dark houses that we don't know really know how much votes they're going to get. You're talking, you're, you're talking about um, Fred Miller and, and Picard, uh, Picard Turnbull. And Bonnie doing our name, all right, then. <laughs> oh, that's so, right, yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you got to... But I think I think money. I hope it don't change the election. But the governor, he use a trump card. He give out money, and, and I don't it, know. It's worked in the past. Yes, listen, it's a trump card that incumbents have. And when you say Trump, no, no, no pun intended, right? No, 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 <laughs> no. And so, so the, 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 the actual, the impact of, you know, uh, giving money to the electorate uh, two or three months before election has worked in the past 100%. So I don't know if it will work this time, but the runoff, scenario is one that is confronts these islands and it has been confronted a lot. And maybe, you know, the traction of the the non the non uh, leading runners yeah. might cause that. But but then but then I want I want to dovetail on what you just said to ask Rocky. Rocky, is it possible that the Picard Miller and and uh, the Picard Turnbull and Fred Miller teams could pull enough votes that would necessitate, we're going to use some big language here and analyze this, necessitate, right, a runoff election two weeks later on November 22nd. You know, in this field, anything is possible. I, I don't see it outright like that, 
but you you don't see it either until the numbers are in. Um, but I think that there's enough kind of sentiment to go wrong, and the question is how much it is, how much it can take. But I see it different from Ronnie. From in, well, I don't know if I see it different, but I've been trying to get my my sources in St. Croix to give me a, a read. And the read is they're telling me that, you know, um, they don't see the margin that the former governor had uh, mapped against um, Albert Brand to be the same. They see, they see that he may have kind of shape up somewhere. But I also see you're talking about the, you're talking about the, you're talking about the governor reducing the margin he had against MAP or right, okay right. okay yeah yeah going to yeah. reduce it. But I also see where I believe that the margin in St. Thomas may be somewhat reduced also. Okay. And okay. I, and I think that it may be if if people pay attention to that that debate, I think it may change some minds because that debate was really honing in and the real issues. And a lot of people out there hurting. There are a lot of people out there feeling in despair, and they don't know where to go. So when that happens, sometimes people go in the booth, and you don't know what's gonna come out next. Let, let me ask so, Doc. Let me ask Doc Cole this question. Doc Cole, do you believe that um, we literally we, we might we, we the people deserve another head-to-head um, with the two leading candidates, or should there be the same high-profile? Um, uh, debate to include all four candidates? I believe you should have another one with all four candidates because they're on the ballot, right? Mm-hmm. And I believe let all of them approach this, the same four issues that, we've been ta- issues that we've been talking about and see their perspective on it and then see what is going to happen because I believe that the question we are, we are debating is the numbers right? Excuse me, excuse me, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Numbers, like I either say St. Thomas and St. John, numbers, numbers, yeah, yeah the numbers, yeah, right? Yeah. Is it going to be like it was St. Croix and St. Thomas? The hot mic already say, and I guess from their internal polling level, mm-hmm. that they have St. Thomas to wrap up, mm-hmm. and St. Mm-hmm. Croix is a little issue. Mm-hmm. I think Rocky put his, his, his finger on, 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 on something. And I spoke about optics in the last thing, in the last uh, segment. What do you see? We are seeing, I know over here in St. Thomas, we're seeing roads getting paved like crazy, right? But the large infrastructure is lagging. We see monies being given out and monies that are due to the people. And, and you must say, hey, if you have the money to give, give it to the people. And this infusion of federal funding, Neville, have given the ability to this administration to take to send money out. So kudos to them for that. Well, let me ask, so, 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 so I'm going to ask a yes or no question to wrap up this. Yes or no, yeah. no. I want to hear nothing behind the gentleman to wrap up this discussion. Should we pass a law that... The, the the administration should pave should have major road major road paving in year one of their administration. Rocky, yes or no? No. Doc Skull. 
No, and I'm tempted to add something, but I say no. <laughs> Rani, yes or no? Yes. And I agree with Rani. See the two crucians, the two crucians against it. Because this thing about waiting for year four, man, it's, it's a bad press. It's going on no, and it's, but, it, it's no, too successful. I've been going on for too long. Yo, 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 yo. Listen, 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 listen. We're going to do, we're going to do a mini, we're going to. We're gonna do a meme and we're gonna do a mini table talk later this week. Talk to you. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters.